Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at krcl.org. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Energy Healing Conference, Five Wives Vodka, and CBD Medic. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. All right, what's going on, guys? Hey, I want to personally welcome you out today to episode 382 of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. My name's Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. And if you're new to this show, you might be wondering what it's all about. Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people doing awesome things in Salt Lake City. We get to talk to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. And as always, we're recording right in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City in our podcast studio that's located in the back of Empire Merchandise. Empire Merchandise is located at 680 South State Street. And not only does Empire have an amazing selection of vape juice and vape accessories, but this is where you can come and purchase your very own I Am Salt Lake podcast t-shirt. Hey, it's summertime out there, perfect short sleeve t-shirt weather, so I better see a lot of these t-shirts out and about here in Salt Lake City. Today on the podcast, we got to sit down and have an awesome conversation with Mike and Corey, the owners of Watchtower Coffee and Comics. We got to talk about what they've been doing since the last time they've been on the show, about them moving locations, and we also find out everything you need to know about their new Kickstarter. Hey, before we jump into that conversation with Mike and Corey... I want to take a moment and thank one of our awesome sponsors, Energy Healing Conference. You know, Tammy Anderson Ward from Hope Haven Events has produced dozens of life-changing conferences, retreats, and events since 2014, helping to bring clarity to thousands about energy healing. So we're excited to tell you about this event that she's doing, Energy Healing Conference. It's coming to downtown Salt Lake City on June 21st and June 22nd right to the Salt Palace Convention Center, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on both days. And there are going to be dozens of nationally acclaimed speakers who are experts in the field of energy medicine, nutrition, acupuncture, qigong, over 200 alternative health vendors with unique products and services. Some of their keynote speakers include Carol Tuttle, Tammy Anderson Ward, Tam Pendleton, and Benjamin King. You're going to want to head on over to their website, energyhealingconference.com, so you can find out more information about this amazing conference. I Am Salt Lake podcast listeners, you're going to want to enter in the promo code IMSLC, all one word, enter that in at checkout, and that's going to save you $10 off your general admission ticket. One thing you need to know, earlier you register, the cheaper it is, since the price of the tickets keep going up as it gets closer. Again, the website, energyhealingconference.com. Enter in the promo code IMSLC, all one word. That's going to save you $10. And we're going to see you at the conference. And many thanks to Energy Healing Conference for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's jump into that conversation that we had with Mike and Corey from Watchtower when they came to our podcast studio to share their story and everything that they're up to. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the conversation. Episode 207 was the first time that 
you both were on I Am Salt Lake. It was like Lake. a lifetime ago. And yeah. We had just opened yeah. Watchtower. What, what is the history there with Watchtower as far as like when did it open up? So I was the general manager of Coffee Connection yeah. that we took over. I was only a general manager for like a month. And it was kind of obvious that the uh, people that bought Coffee Connection. So Coffee Connection started by was started by a friend of mine. And then he sold it off to some people that just had smoke shops. They they had a smoke shop down the, the street. They obviously just wanted a business. Coffee that was, was up not their and industry. Mm-hmm. You know. So when I started working for them, uh, it was obvious that they didn't care about the shop. They didn't know much about coffee or anything. And then business was just kind of going downhill. So my own frustrations, I was kind of uh poking around, you know, asking like what would it take to open up my own and, and they were like, that's crazy talk to try the, to do your own coffee shop. No, they, they turn around. They're like, well, we're looking to sell so you can have it. Yeah. They made like it really you, easy. Like, yeah. Really, really easy for us to take over. So it was dropped in our lap. Uh, we probably to a degree thought that we were ready. But wow, it's been an educational oh, experience so yes. far. Uh, we we kind of like panic, but we're like, it's kind of like do or die. And that was, uh, we opened for business October 9th, 2015. So, okay. So we're 2009. So about four years, four four years years that you're pushing it. I mean, do you, you've learned a lot in those those Uh, four years, right? Still, still still positive learning, negative learning, a little bit of both. Well, I mean, everything's positive. Yeah. Everything is positive. And and that's actually something that I've had to learn is you can't like wallow in like if somebody kind of drops the ball on something, um, no matter how much you're trying to run it yourself, you're still dependent on everybody. And then if somebody drops the ball, you can't like, just like wallow in it. And like, like I do, I, I still continually misspell things on like our actual, like, um, like promotional material on Facebook posts and things like that. I, I continually misspell the name of our business and it just frustrates me so bad because I'm always in a rush. But it makes you more human though, I Ugh. think. Don't you think? I guess so. Now, yeah. have you ever, over these last four years, has it been, have you run into instances where you're like, I just want to quit. We're just shutting down Watchtower. Yes. Yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah. Almost like a daily occurrence, but yeah. that that's that's why you kind of have to keep it positive uh, yeah. because it's just like you kind of like walk in and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this today. And then you're two minutes in, you're you're into it, you're into yeah. it. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah OK. It, yeah, it seems days. like things have picked up, though. Yeah. Well, at least I, when I've I mean, been like in it's, there. It's, a, it's up and down. It's it's always up and down. Like it's picked up in some ways and it's kind of because we keep evolving and changing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we when we first opened, we did a lot of food. We were doing like grilled sand, uh, grilled cheese. We did the grilled uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and bur- we had burritos. There was the burrito phase, and we had lots of food. And then we realized that we had accidentally, we were accidentally becoming a restaurant, and people were coming in for only food and not getting any coffee. And we're like, oh, well, we want to be a coffee shop though. And we kind of hit a point where it was really, really popular. We were making really good food, but if we were going to continue, we had to build out a a full kitchen, hire like a kitchen manager. And we had to grow into that like full cafe or simplify, cut the food menu off and just focus on coffee, which is what we did. Were you throwing a lot of food away? Is that kind of what was happening with the food? It was just like sheer, like, uh, like, um, we, we couldn't keep up with the demand of food. Like there was just too many people. Yeah. Yeah. We, 
because we we use the local roaster La Barba. Yeah. Um, and they're they're very very like they gave us specialized training. So what we had was baristas that knew how to pull a shot fully trained you know and and that's that's where our passion and our drive was was making sure that we put together a good cup of joe so it just didn't feel right that everybody was coming in and they they're like oh grilled cheese sandwich we don't care about like coffee or anything and then so our baristas our highly trained specialized baristas flipping were, burgers yeah basically <laughs> we're pretty much and it was doing that so it's it's uh we we kind of had a put a stop in what our customers were evolving our shop into versus like what we were actually trying to it's always a balance like you you, you don't want to let you know your guests dictate what the business is however you do want to accommodate your guests yeah and so there's like this that's back and forth balance. right well that's a good example because people were coming in and they're like i would come in more if you had gluten-free like food options and it's just like coffee's gluten-free you know <laughs> yeah. uh on the the flip side there's a lot of people that were like celiac and they're like can you be accommodating for us and it's like that's well, That's, I like crab cakes, so can oh. you guys be accommodating to that? Absolutely. No, you know yeah, what? It's, the health department, <laughs> no, it's, you know. It's like, funny, though. Sorry, and sorry to yeah, interrupt you there, Corey, fine. but it's it's funny. People expect people to be accommodating in, in it's like, well, that's not even what we're about, right? Like, that mm-hmm. my, well, could you be accommodating? Make sure that there's somebody here to give me a back rub, right? Yeah, yeah, my right. back's a little sore. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and we we had somebody that was uh, that was like, well, I you know, I'm, I'm celiac, I, I want to... I want a gluten-free option. And we're like, wow, you know, well, definitely, for sure. We'll we'll accommodate them. So we made like a hummus plate. And then they turned around and they're just like, well, I can't get a hummus plate every time I come in. I'm like, that is, that's wow. like 30% of our menu is that one item. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of learning in that regard, as far as the business, opening a business, I guess it's very similar to like a podcast, right? It's like a little baby. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of grows and, and you want it, you want to raise it a certain way, but at some point it kind of grows into itself and mm-hmm. has its own personality in it. Like it lets you know what it is, whether that's a podcast or a business or a movie or a show, whatever it is, like right. it kind of takes on this life of its own. And we're kind of, we've, we've hit that point with Watchtower where we didn't realize its full potential and, and now it's kind of growing mm-hmm. into itself. When did you add in comics to it, right? Like it, it's now it's Watchtower Coffee in comics or yeah, has it, it always been that way? It was, really? uh, we started as Watchtower Cafe. Oh, Cafe. And that's another thing like the, the name itself was driving people to look for sandwiches and, and cafe food items. And we just don't do food anymore. Uh, so it was Corey's idea to rebrand. You know, we're, we're moving locations. And, and with that, we kind of like it's a good time to rebrand to what we want to focus on, which is mm-hmm. coffee and comics. We've always been trying to go for like more of like a bookstore vibe. Yeah. Um, not like the the grab and go like coffee, but the where you'd come in, you'd purchase a book, you'd digest it, um, and then you you're nur- while you're nursing a, a cup of coffee. And we we kind of felt like that we we struck that with cafe because we were thinking of like European cafe. European cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and uh, it's just we're we're here in, in America. America. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And, and it has like a whole thing. different meaning. Yeah. So yeah. so we're uh we we kind of rebranded to make sure that we were pointing that that focus. Um especially because over the years, even our demographic has kind of like changed over. We've a lot of 
uh, students were coming in because we're right across the way from the community college. But the students almost didn't care like what it was. They just wanted to come in. They wanted to sit down. They wanted to study. But some of those other students that actually had like that pointed interest in comic books or like artistry, those types of things were were coming in. So things kind of evolved. And we definitely have kind of found like our demographic and our niche in actual creators, you know, kind of coming in and getting like inspired, which we we kind of went for, yeah. but we never drove that point home. And then so we've we've been seeing like a, a huge evolution of of our demographic. And you guys do a lot of um, activities to kind of support the local artistic community mm-hmm. and creative community. So it, like, it's been really cool to watch all the things that you're putting on within the, I don't want to say cafe, within the <laughs> coffee and comic shop. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Five Wives Vodka. Not only is Five Wives Vodka delicious, but they are local and they are delicious. Hey, the next time you head on over to the state liquor store, make sure to pick up a bottle of Five Wives Vodka. The next time you head on over to your neighborhood local bar, ask for Five Wives Vodka by name. Because every time you take a shot of Five Wives Vodka, you are supporting this podcast. Hey, they have three different flavors that Chrissy and I are going to tell you about. They have the original. This is the first uh, Five Wives Vodka that I tried. This is the one that sucked me in. This is the one that said, oh my gosh, I found a new favorite. This is made from Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit and it's gluten-free. The spring is hidden in beautiful Ogden Canyon, so it's inaccessible by vehicle. So what do they got to do? They got to hike this water out five gallons at a time. And if you want to spice it up, you need to check out Five Wives Sinful. Sinful is delicious cinnamon-flavored vodka. It's not like other cinnamon products that leave a cinnamon candy taste in your mouth. Sinful is like a morning cinnamon roll, and it only has 76 calories per ounce. They also have the Five Wives Heavenly. This is another one of their flavored vodka, but this is with a delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich, buttery vanilla flavor, it comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, and this results in more vanilla and less calories. Like I said, their website, fivewivesvodka.com, maybe you're hard up for a recipe, go check out their website. They got them up there. They got more information about them. But like I said, the next time you head on over to the state liquor store, pick up a bottle of Five Wives Vodka or ask for Five Wives Vodka by name because every time you take a shot of Five Wives Vodka, you are supporting this podcast. Many thanks to Five Wives Vodka for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You mentioned you're moving. Yeah. The, the Watchtower's moving. And that we was one of the main points I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. obviously, bringing you guys on the podcast today. Why are you moving? Well, do you want to start this one off, Corey? Oh, it's, or do you- it's, we've, we've got like a laundry list of, of very specific points why. But uh, to kind of lump it all together, the, the building just doesn't quite work. One of the things that we learned, we're, we were like, yeah, we've, we've got a business right there on State Street. There's like uh, a, a million cars that drive yeah. back and forth there every day. It's like, uh, you know, like our, our business is a billboard for, you know, an advertisement for us, for ourselves. And cars are going way too fast to even notice us. And it's such a busy street, busy road. And there's an island in the middle. Like, so you'd have to like, it, it's really difficult to flip a U-turn and turn around and, and get to us. And 
we would have to have like some massive obnoxious sign yeah. for people to even realize that we're there because they just the speed limit is so fast. Mm-hmm. And then also even with students at the community college, if they didn't already know that the, we were there, they park behind the community college. Yeah, so they don't see it. Yeah, yeah. and it's accessed oh, by yeah. the other sides, but because we're directly across the street, nobody actually passes in front of the the community college. To know that we're there. So what happened was we took over the coffee shop that Corey was working at. Yeah. And uh, they got out of the driver's seat and we sat down in it and then just started like geeking the place up and, and kind of making it our own. And this was a business that was being run into the ground. They were like, mm-hmm. it was not, coffee was not their industry. They just didn't quite care enough to to learn how to run a coffee shop. And it was just not being taken care of. The building itself is falling apart it's super old plumbing issues all the time uh we started calling our hvac unit the grinch heart because it's three times too small (laughs) to heat or cool the whole building the space is just too big chairs and tables are constantly like falling apart and it's old equipment old furniture and we we kind of looked at each other Corey and i just realized that um now that we watchtower has grown into what we know it is and what it what it deserves to be, what its potential is, the building can't support us anymore. And so we just kind of found, we had been on the lookout for a place, um, not aggressively, but one day uh, Joe Evans, our, our coffee guy slash friend and consultant, told us about a, a spot that was opening up like a block away. And we looked into it and the, the building owner is completely renovating the, the whole building and so it would give us an opportunity to build up our shop, the new watchtower from scratch. Is it going to be bigger? No. Smaller. 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 Which is what we need. More refined because- More efficient. The building that we're in right now, you know, mo- most coffee shops will only have like one to two employees. We staff just one, but they have to keep an eye on like this back study hall. They have to keep their eye on the lobby. They need to keep an eye on the art gallery. They also need to keep an eye on the bathrooms in the back. And the side patio. The and side the patio. And yeah. And it's uh, e- even that the counters that we stepped into take up like a huge amount of real estate. So one barista is darting like halfway. Sprints. Yeah. Like uh, around the building just to complete one simple task. Yeah. So we're we're kind of like tightening the screws, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think that you couldn't see that. I was like, yeah, you can't see those no. back. Have, yeah. have people yeah. done shady stuff over all there? Like, the time? Probably yep. shooting up drugs. Being and on stuff. State yeah. Street, I mean, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. 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 And so there, there's there's that. We we just want a little more. It the space is just so big, and we kind of moved into a place that we kind of our friend Joe described it as like the. Um, like a, your dorm room, a college dorm room where you go in and you can like start putting up your stuff and make it look really, really cool. And, and, and you, you customize it to fit your personality. But at the end of the day, it's still just a dorm room. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we were looking at rather than, you know, adapting to our space rather than building it up according to what we need. Yeah. Instead of like creating your creating space. Yes. Our yeah, space. And yeah, that's yeah. what we're, that's why we're moving because now that we know what we are and what, who our, our demographic is, we want to be able to create the space to fill to um, fill the needs of, of everybody. When are you moving? Or are you don't not have sure a final date yet? Final yeah. date yet. So um, they're 
Because they completely ripped out the inside. And then so they've got to get permits. They're uh, building out like the plumbing exactly to what we need. And then they're going to throw in walls. And then we get to go in and uh, build it out to what we need. So everybody's at the mercy of like the state on sure. getting like the, the permits, permits yeah, passing yeah. everything off. And then mm-hmm. uh, our our big baddie is basically the the health department. Yeah. Get, yeah. Getting them to, to pass sign off, off, sign off on everything. And yeah. we're, on, we're completely on their time. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're definitely in control. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've ever uh, seen the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie... The, the health yes, inspection. Yeah, health like, like yeah. his, that's, his yeah. biggest job. Yeah. It's, it's Corey's uh, Charlie in that situation, yeah. Yeah, for just, sure. <laughs> running over like, oh, it's inspection day. <laughs> Put away the chickens. <laughs> Kill the rats. That's, that's Chrissy's favorite show. Oh my gosh, oh, it's the best I show ever. That show. So I, yeah. That's consistently yes. great. Yeah. Right? Every episode. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. So, so I mean, are, do you want to say where, where the new location is? Or do you want to kind of surprise oh, yeah. people? Yeah. We no. retain the same street address. So okay. 1588, and we're moving from state to Maine. Okay. So, so literally, same south, one block west. Yeah. Very cool. Sometimes when, you know, we're a little frustrated with the building, we'll go walk out into the street, and we'll take a look at the new place on the <laughs> horizon, and be like, <sighs> yes. someday it'll happen. Yep. yep. Be- better parking or worse parking? Uh, about the same, <laughs> about I would same. say. Yeah. I, I, the, the thing that's better about Main Street parking is it's not such a fast-moving street. Right. Um, it, there's more street parking. Okay. Uh, and there's bike lanes, there's grass. It's just the sidewalks aren't all busted up and everything. So, And it's it's going to be just slightly closer to um, some track stops. So if people are out and about, mm-hmm. you know, kind of doing their casual Saturday, then they can actually take tracks and like walk over. It's a little bit of a walk. Yeah. But it's just slightly closer. It's close by the ballpark. Um, and we're going to have like... This nice big front patio. So, you know, it's it's gonna be more of like that casual Saturday, let's let's go hang out with some artwork, let's go on a stroll type environment versus you have to drive, you have to lug out your your laptop inside. Mm. Very cool. That is so cool. So is that where the Kickstarter comes in? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That you guys are and that's why the biggest reason I wanted to get you guys back through I Am Salt Lake oh, here, right? To kind and of you missed yeah. us. Get the, oh, well, yeah. that, yeah. we missed you <laughs> most, but also we wanted to talk about No, we really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, well, you, you, you guys have always are, been so supportive. And, you guys are an important part of uh, Salt Lake, in oh, my opinion. Man. You are. And, I, you know, I, I want to know that I did everything I could do to help I you. really appreciate that. And, it's, uh, the support is sometimes surprising and overwhelming. Yeah. Does it get tough to like see all these people supporting you and you're like, we're not worthy. I have, I have sev- a severe case of imposter syndrome. We, we all do, man. Yeah. We all do. Oh, like yeah. my, it's bad. Our Kickstarter launches in a few days from now, from the, from when the we're time recording. we're recording. Mm-hmm. So May 7th is when it's supposed to. And I'm terrified. Why? I'm, that you, won't, so that you won't make it? I, well, there's that. Yeah. There's one that like, I'm terrified that we're going to launch it and we're going to get like, you know, five people donating, you know, $5 each and then that's it. And that's all we're going to get. And we're like, nobody likes us. And then I'm also terrified that because it leaves us really vulnerable for critics and people mm. that are like, why, why does a business need to crowdfund? That should be a business expense. And, you know, you know Watchtower does all, you know, they're, they're not so great. They're not so cool. And like, I just worry about that. It's, it's not rational. 
it just goes, that's, those are the thoughts I'm going through right now. Like I'm so mm-hmm. terrible. Like your video yeah. sucks. Like the video that you made is not good enough. And you know, it's so hard just, though, because like putting yourself out there and creating something and putting new things into the world is so difficult. It's terrifying. And yes. it's way easier for people to sit on the sidelines and be like, Oh, you did it that way. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, like, man, everyone, you, everyone who left us a one star something. Yelp review is going to, is, is going to come out of the woodworks. Oh and yeah. yeah. Drag us through the mud. <laughs> and like, that, that's what I'm worried about. But at the end of the day, it's just cause they're miserable. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They're probably and, jealous that they don't have a coffee shop. They yeah. probably are. They're, they're like, I could put together a Kickstarter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You do it. My Kickstarter yeah. would be way better than <laughs> this, but it's the reason why we're crowdfunding. It is because, one, it's it's going to cost a lot of a lot of money for us to build it up from scratch. We could go the traditional route of chasing down like bank loans and chasing down um, investors, and we still might go that that route. We wanted to give the community an opportunity first to say, "Hey, like we take some we're, ownership." We're yeah. such yeah. we're so involved in the community, Corey and I are that we we want to give an opportunity to people that because we get so much offer uh, we get so many offers for help and support they're like let's let's give it to them and let's let's see if if everybody wants to chip in and and take ownership of this space we also kind of debated on what type of crowdfunding sources to use Mm -hmm. and there there is like gofundme where it's just like literally people give you money um, but we did really, yeah. My um, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pay my yeah. bills. But we we ultimately settled on Kickstarter because we did want to make sure that people got something out of it. Because we we have a network of local artists, um, some of them, you know, industry professionals that mm-hmm. actually do come in and draw at Watchtower. So that that's why we kind of went through that. So uh, you know, if people obviously want to support us, then they, they're still getting something back. And we wanted to give them something, something like really cool and exclusive. Can yeah. we talk about like all the, yeah. The, yeah. Do you care? Can oh we my. jump into that? I was hoping. Is that could, cool? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Cause yeah. I'm really the one, th- the one thing that gets me super excited about the Kickstarter are the rewards that we were somehow able to, to wrangle together. Yeah. Um, so we started reaching out to some of our friends who are professionals in different industries within the art community. The first one was Derek Hunter who is a Utah native now lives in LA uh, because he worked on adventure time. Um, Now he works on DuckTales and he's working on a couple of other Nickelodeon shows. He's done bravest warrior. So if you're familiar with those cartoons, yeah, um, he he's worked on all of those and he's a hometown hero and he was a good friend of Corey's while he lived here. So we hit him up and he, um, we just kind of gave him a little direction. He came up with this, this really cool, weird, design that says keep salt lake nerdy oh yeah i saw that i, yeah. I was like i gotta have that and that's yeah. uh that's that's Derek hunter and then um my sister char who uh is a professional artist in hawaii um she does like this how would you describe her art Corey? uh like, it's it's very uh the retro pixar stylized type. yeah kind of like the rocketeer yeah yeah sort, kind of, sort that. of deal where where it's the art deco mm-hmm. um okay. but but with a tropical flourish. Yeah, you she know? does like a um, she she does a series of Polynesian women, and she just kind of after she saw Black Panther last year, then she came up with this defend Wakanda with the uh, um, the Dora Milaje standing there with her spears and everything. And um, it, she doesn't do fan art that much anymore, but she did that piece, and I 
basically uh, asked to ask the brother favor if we could use that. Um, who else we got, Corey? Chad Harden. Chad Harden. He's an industry professional, works on uh, Did Harley Quinn. He um, Did he not create the new image of Harley Quinn from yeah, the Batman animated series? Yeah. And then now Harley Quinn look, she has the ponytails. And, yeah. Yeah, so he she, lives in Utah County. Derby girl. Derby you know. girl, yeah. So he created oh. that look. Uh, he lives in Utah County, and uh, we commissioned him to do a, a piece that I love. He's like, well, what were you looking for? And we're like, oh, you know, we we kind of want something surrounding like coffee. And then uh, obviously his his girls are are very very adorable, very cute. Um, so we were kind of going for for that angle. And we were actually working at uh, helping out with Wasatch Comic Con. And then so that's when we we kind of handed everything over. So he was working on it, and his wife like almost like snatch it out of his hands to, to show like us. show us. <laughs> and it was just like, our minds were blown. Like we, we knew that we were really going to like it, but it was just like, he incorporated so many elements that just made it seem like cozy. So it's, it, even though it's a comic book image, it's, it's like a legitimate art piece. Yeah. Cause you, you could pin, you know, pick out like certain points of it that the kind of invoke, you know, certain like comfort feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Chris, so, Chris yeah, Bodily. Yeah. yeah, our boy Chris Bodily. From, you know, you know, Chris? We've had him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to listen to that episode. Yeah, it, it was a good one. It was quite a while ago. Yeah. Love Chris. So mm-hmm. I think I believe Chris was the first person we brought into the Gallery of Rogues. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, we, Corey wanted to dedicate part of the shop to be an art gallery. And we wanted to highlight local artists and, and do art shows and everything. And and Chris Bodily was the first person that we reached out to and invited to do a show, and um, we didn't promote it very well. We um, it was our first first gig of doing something like that, and so we were kind of learning the ropes. And um, there was some some other event going on that night too elsewhere in Salt Lake, and so not very many people showed up. And then we ended up just because nobody was really there, and Chris had all of his art up on the walls. Corey and I just sat down with. Chris and his wife Chelsea, we just sat down at the table, chatted for a few hours, and like ended ended up becoming really good friends. And uh, so we run into him and his wife Chelsea at like you know uh, art shows or or at uh, Craft Lake City, and you know always always met with a big hug. And he's just a, such a good just good people mm-hmm. that we just we had to work with them. Yeah, him and his wife uh, Chelsea are putting together a comic book yep. too. He's uh, also kind of becoming a, a creator. Yep, in comic that, book creator. That field. Uh, we've we've been uh, able to see like some of the the images, and and he's starting to put those up in galleries mm-hmm. too. And it's it's really really cool. It's a uh, uh, kind of Halloween centric, which is my favorite holiday yeah. by far. So yeah, he he. Um, uh, I think we're we're one of the first people to actually commission him for a piece. Really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about uh, that, but we basically just gave him free reign because we love yeah. everything that, like everything oh, that he everything does. Everything he does. Is so we're like, so I'm not even awesome. going to tell him what to do. I just said, if you want to do something cute or cool or creepy, <laughs> yeah. whatever you want to do, just put Watchtower Coffee and Comics in it. And then he came back. Just like, I mean, we didn't know what to expect, but it's a, it's this. He calls it a bubblegum skull. So it's a pink skull with eyeballs and and disembodied hands holding. Like one of those like paper doll cut out things that says Watchtower Coffee and Comics. It's just so weird and oh, so, so cool. it's one of his kind of like 
creepier. Creepier. Yeah. I love yeah. I his, love it. Oh, I love yeah. that style. Of and his. it looks like you're putting it on mugs and pint yeah. glasses yeah. and yeah. t-shirts. So probably just different levels of rewards, uh-huh. I guess. Right. Or, so the, the way that it'll work for the Kickstarter is, um, you know, you can get a mug level or a pint glass or a t-shirt. And do you pick and which then, artist? And then you choose you? Okay. Which, which piece of art you want on them. So there's, there'll also be levels like you can get one of each. So you can get a mug, a shirt, a glass, a, a sticker, and you could choose which pieces of art you want on which thing. Or you can get like all the mugs or all the stickers or whatever, all the shirts. And mm-hmm. so that way you can kind of like collect pieces of art as rewards for helping us. How much money are you looking to raise? Okay. So we keep going back and forth on or this. Or do you not want it to? No, we, we do. I was going to say, yeah. if we, we do. If you don't um, want to talk so about that. What, this is what we need. What we need is is about 50000 which is a lot. We're not going to set that as not a really Kickstarter Not really for a goal. business though, if you really no, think no. about it. But for a Kickstarter, I feel like that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, depend. I guess it depends. How right? long does a Kickstarter run for? A month? We're gonna run it for a month. Okay, we're gonna run it for a month, but we're not gonna ask for fifty. We're gonna set our goal at. I think we decided we landed on thirty. Yeah, we landed. We're gonna set the goal at thirty thousand because we we would rather just have something to work with than nothing. Nothing. Because you yeah. don't you don't get any money if you don't make. If you it, don't right? make yeah. it, you don't get it. See, and that's what I like about GoFundMe though, because they pay. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. right? Like, yeah. even that's if you kinda, don't make your full amount, yeah. That's so weird that it's, Kickstarter doesn't. Well, it, they they make it so that it's more of like a a campaign and an event, and, they, and like you're more inclined to really push it. To really yeah. push it. Well, let's push it. You know. All right, Salt Lake. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> oh, wait, well, I just, rally. I don't want to. I don't want to stop talking about art until we. Oh, like, yeah. We have to mention Chelsea Mack. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. I didn't. Yeah. Um, no, that's okay. I just don't, I want to make sure that we highlight her because she's a newly started like putting her mm-hmm. art out professionally and these um, are cute too I'm, I'm on your facebook page yeah, That's what yeah. I see him uh here. she did an axolotl is that how you pronounce him i have no idea you don't yeah. know what it oh, is oh yeah Ax- uh, that's how that's axolotl. what i would say here. yeah in a coffee cup and it's so, so adorable yeah so you're trying to raise thirty thousand dollars and you have four different artists that you're five five yeah that, yeah. Dude, you got this, five. man. If we each, come on, five different artists. Get, a, get a mug, a t-shirt. Yeah. And Ooh. we're also going to do like, so we haven't even announced the other rewards that we're doing. Um, like we're doing some cool stuff where you can, for a higher level, you can um, name a drink special. Oh. Um, so like this was Corey's idea. So I'm just going to tell them your idea, but like drink, mm-hmm. you know, like if I am Salt Lake, say wanted to have an I am Salt Lake drink special. Yeah, I'm all over it. You know, yeah. then you can name it after your podcast mm-hmm. or your brand or your or it could be the Chrissy you know we could I think you do should one do that for, for yourself sure. what do you, what, what, personally or you could do it to promote your your thing that you want to promote whatever you want to do and, and so that's that's something and then Corey and I will personally sit down and work with you on like all right what are you feeling like what kind of what kind of vibe does I am Salt Lake taste like? You know, what, what kind of drink can we put together? Yeah. To make <laughs> we don't have that license yet, but after hours we can serve the I am Salt Lake Chris who's special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Private party. We'll, we'll, we'll like personally sit down with you and create a drink along mm-hmm. something that fits. Right. I mean, I would imagine you can't just accept any name. I mean, what if somebody wants to just name it like the shitty coffee or something? Yeah, no, we will veto. We, we will. We will. <laughs> you have executive veto yeah, power. And we'll, yeah. we'll creatively work with you on how to word it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't call anything like 
the the poop drink or yeah. the, you know, <laughs> but, you know that, like that's so, the first yeah. thing that comes to my mind yeah, right like yeah. a glass of cat piss <laughs> I want to name it the Hitler yeah. no oh. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> why do we have to go there yeah uh, no, sorry so, I'm sorry so things like that no, we, right yeah, know, yeah we, we yeah. have different um, in addition to the merchandise itself we have some really cool other things that. Well, this we should make you feel to, better so. because you're actually, get, it's not like you're just saying, here, here's our PayPal address, send yeah. us money. Yeah. People are going to get something cool. Yes. They do. They're going to get something really well, cool. Well, they're going to get something cool and they're going to get the, I mean, there's something about giving to a, a cause that you support. There's something about being a part of creating something. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of your customers and, you know, us, we like, we want to help. Sure. We want the opportunity like, so to, to help me. and to I be know. a part of things. It's so, I'm so like, no, it's, I don't, don't want to say I'm, unco- I'm not uncomfortable. You help things I'm if you, you want to help I do. Things, I do right? all the time. So that's, mm-hmm. that's how we all are. And I get it. It's almost like everybody wants to invest in us. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, it's like, hard to be oh, on the receiving yeah, end. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. I, I don't take compliments. Well, I've mm-hmm. trained myself when somebody gives me a compliment to just, Straight, look him straight in the face and tell him thank you and move on with the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm so a, uncomfortable. Here's an idea: have a top reward like thirty thousand dollars, right? <laughs> <laughs> coffee for life. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. If somebody I mean, came we can do in, coffee for if, life. If somebody came in, boom. Here's. I wouldn't even grand. do thirty thousand. I was. I would do it at a lower level, but five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or a cup of coffee a day for, sure. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. That'd be it. Yeah, know. we could you, for sure you, do that. You do. Yeah. Yeah, we could for sure. Well, so what's the best way for people? I mean, how do you find where are you going to have this link at, um, or how? What's the easiest? They don't way give for, you Kickstarter. Doesn't give you the link until it's until live. it's live. Uh, okay, so I'll, what I'll do is you'll give it to me because obviously mm-hmm. this episode's going to be up after your mm-hmm. Kickstarter. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'll put the link for that with this episode at IamSaltLake.com. Cool. Yeah. But I would imagine people can go to Kickstarter.com and search Watchtower yep. Coffee. Um, yeah. go, go to our social medias, like and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, there. our mm-hmm. website, as WatchtowerSLC.com. And you can sign up for our mailing list at the website. Okay. And, and so we, it will not be a secret. Um, and we'll be sharing be, that through the I Am Salt Lake channels yeah. too. Yeah. So, so I, I just want to make sure people get there. And I really yeah. appreciate you guys like, yes. bringing us on, doing this, and being so supportive. Whatever we we appreciate like having a cool Dude, place to go. You've been even time. awesome with Podcast Salt Lake City, our meetups there. Oh yeah, with, with doing. That. Oh, thank you for bringing and, that to us because yeah. I mean that's that's like that's how Corey and I met. You know, yeah. like, we we were podcasters before Watchtower. And, Are you going to do a podcast studio in your new place, or is it not big I enough? Probably. I don't know if it's big enough. Because yeah. I know you talked about it at we this talked place about it. that you're at mm-hmm. now. And we were actually like trying to make moves towards that. And then the this spot opened up to move. And since then, like everything got put on hold. You kind of had to focus and so. narrow down. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's, it's like in an ideal situation, we would put in like a, a podcast room. But then yeah. as the project kind of goes on and on, we're like, oh, wow, we've, we've just got to make sure that we can meet our yeah. bottom line of like yeah. – the fifty thousand just to to get the the shop going. Yeah. So plus coffee and pot. I mean, it seemed like you might spill coffee on your podcast stuff, right? Yeah, like, you might, and, and that's kind of was something that we were again, like you were looking at it as almost an extension of the business or a separate business. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and those are things that we consider. You know, like yeah. how we have to replace equipment and how much is that going to cost and mm-hmm. all those things. You know, I mean that that still also kind of figures into the what we want from the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we kind of opened up and we wanted like fans to come in. And then what happened is we got creators yeah. um, and people that, you know, have like a project or, or some kind of creative endeavor that they put out that they kind of use Watchtower to network within that. But still, when we're going into the new place, we're, we're going to try to be more accommodating to creators versus just, you know, coming in and, and geeking out. So even with artists, artists and writers are like the There's two top two creators top. that come in. We're looking to also get a product for artists to to like they could come in they could actually they could pick up a comic book and they can also pick up uh like drawing you yeah art supplies like paper stuff like that so that's more of like the retail vibe that we're going for mm-hmm. as well and then it it always just makes sense to me coffee's popular here in america i don't know if necessarily like utah but we've got a lot of cool <laughs> stuff is. here in utah when it comes to coffee but it's kind of like the new water cooler discussion yeah. area, you know, uh, people go out on dates, they, to make it low pressure, they go out on a coffee date mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. that, that quick interaction. Uh, and then if you're like meeting somebody, you know, for like a project, it's like, Oh, let's, let's meet over coffee, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. So we're, we're really trying to put that into nerdum and fandom and creating like that kind of like bohemian, you know, um, uh, what, Feel, I, yeah, hipster, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I mean, know. I love that. I love yeah. that you're kind of going into like a space for creatives. Yeah. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, there's not really a lot of places like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, ev- everybody does it at home, but you, you gotta, you gotta move environments. I mean, even yeah. when Mike and I work, uh, we're, we're sitting down in our own shop or we're, we're like, oh, we, we need to get out of the, the hassle of our shop and we're sitting at home, we still need like different environments to kind of get us pointed and get us. So we did that know, yesterday. Because Absolutely. We, so we're um, along with the rebrand of the name, Corey's been working on um, a rebrand of our logo. And so um, we kind of updated the the logo itself. And Corey's been like working really hard on the new, the new look for, for Watchtower. And so she was doing that. I've been editing the Kickstarter video for the last two days. And we start, started out of the shop. Then we moved to the cafe at Harmon's so we could sit and eat and work. And then it was like, ah, like every couple of hours, we just have to get up and move locations. Like, yeah. I, I need to change the scenery. Oh, yeah. Like the environment really go. impacts mm-hmm. your just the way your brain. It's like two yeah, hours max, I think. And I got to move. Yeah. 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 Interesting. And I, I think that that's why students you know they they have wi-fi at home but they don't necessarily have like like a distraction free workplace you you would think that going into like uh, a coffee shop there would be tons of distractions and there are but it's like different kinds like you can find your corner Mm -hmm. of of that place and then just just get work done Mm -hmm. um so that that's you're not like, what's on the TV? Oh, what's right. in the refrigerator? Yeah. Yeah. Roommates yeah. are tracking friends in and yeah. talking to you. <laughs> We're going to, um, an artist, one of the uh, artists that comes in and, and um, at least like once a week, he gave us the idea to put like a big drawing, like drafting table in the corner. Yeah. He oh said, if you had a drafting table, I would come, like I just always need a place to work that's not at home. Yeah. And I would it's a good sure idea. be inclined. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, like, it'd probably get so popular, you'll have to have signups. Yeah. yeah. For it. But we're like, yeah, we can, we can for sure get that. There's a lot of artists. I mean, it's it's such a cool vibe. I keep trying not to name drop because we we yeah. we get some really cool people that kind of come in and they they do stuff within the Watchtower walls. It's such a cool concept that like while you're sitting there 
like just wandering around the coffee shop, you can peek over somebody's shoulder and then there's there's like a character like literally yeah. being born right there on the on the, yeah, the so table. Basically, so. like if you if uh, any of your listeners are are comic book fans, if you're at, like reading comic books right now, if you're reading some like main titles, there's a very good chance that some of the pages that you're reading and looking at were created at Watchtower. Yeah. We we completely respect the privacy of some of these professionals because they have such huge fans. Would they live here in Utah? Yeah, 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 live here in Utah. There's a lot of comic book artists and writers right here in Utah. You'd be surprised. You, you should connect. I'd like to get off, more off on air, I will tell you. the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we want... We want to give because they have fans, sure, and the yeah. fans get crazy. We don't want a bunch of people showing up at Watchtower bothering these people while they're trying to work. Yeah, and so for that reason, we don't ever name drop them or anything, but just know that if you're an avid comic book fan, there's a very good chance that, yeah. that you're reading pages that were written or, or drawn at Watchtower. How does that make you both feel proud. like knowing oh, wow. that so badass proud. comic book people are working yeah. so in your shop, humbled mm-hmm. and yeah. proud. It's kind of like I get emotional thinking about it. Yeah, the, if it would be so cool if like the place that we created like years down the line, you know, like everybody goes to like the house that Ernest Hemingway, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, wrote wrote books in, and then so that's the feel that we want that we've always wanted. Like that was almost like the sky high dream for us right. of like, wouldn't it be cool if this it actually turned out that way, and it just is. Yeah, well, like the like a couple of weeks ago, I think it was like maybe last month. A writer, professional comic book writer, came in with a stack of comic books, and and we didn't recognize them because I don't know what these people look sure. like. You just yeah, see their right. names on the covers, right? Yeah. He comes. This guy comes in with a stack of comics. Like, oh hey, uh, I brought these for you. You guys, you guys sell comics here, right? We're like, yeah. And he said, I brought these for you. I wrote them. We're looking at him like, you wrote these? This is really really cool. And then he's yeah. and so he had a writers group. He wanted to come and meet with some other writers. And then after he left, he's like, yeah, I, I like this and. I think we're gonna like start meeting here more often. I'm like, this is surreal. What letters yeah. does his name start? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what does it rhyme with? <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by CBD Medic. CBD Medic is a revolutionary line of topical pain and skincare medications developed to provide safe and lasting relief naturally. CBD Medic products are the result of rigorous scientific research and an extensive understanding of the role of natural oils, analgesic ingredients, and how our bodies react to these combinations. CBD Medic is the first family of topical medications combining active pharmaceutical ingredients with hemp extract and other natural moisturizers. CBD Medic's innovative formula is built on 15 years of pharmaceutical research and development. CBD Medic products combine THC-free hemp extract with pharmaceutical ingredients. CBD Medic products combine THC-free hemp extract with pharmaceutical ingredients along with 100% natural oils and essential oils such as jojoba oil and peppermint oil to create unique formulas for fast, effective, safe relief. Their motto is Advanced Science Powered by Nature, and it is their mission to utilize the highest quality ingredients to create treatments that can safely and effectively help relieve sports-related joint and muscle pain, back and neck pain, foot pain, arthritis-related pain, stiffness and swelling, muscle and joint pain, acne blemishes, pimples, blackheads and whiteheads, 
Itchy, dry, flaky skin caused by eczema and psoriasis? You could check out their website, cbd-medic.com. This is where you can check out all of their products. I Am Salt Lake Podcast listeners use the promo code PODCAST10, and this is going to save you 10% off your order. Again, that website, cbd-medic.com, use the promo code PODCAST10, save 10%, and many thanks to CBD Medic for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's jump back into that conversation with Mike and Corey from Watchtower Coffee and Comics. Another cool experience. I don't know if it would be cool to anybody other than us. So we we were working at like this little mall convention. It's it's a really really cute. I Wasatch, the, yeah, the, the Wa- Valley Wasatch. Fair Mall, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasatch, yeah. the nerd yeah. store, yeah. for creators. Yeah. Um, and then so we we didn't do a booth or anything like that because we were like we we want to talk to the the creators and stuff like that mm-hmm. that that's you know, uh, like you want to experience yeah, it yeah yeah and then so we we ran the the green room and this making guy comes coffee, in making sandwiches yeah and yeah. he's 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 you know that this a lot of people were coming in they were asking about the shop mm-hmm. and how cool you know and these are like out of state creators that kind of come in and then so we were talking shop with with one guy and he's like oh yeah you know i was thinking about this i'm from louisiana he was, he was like, I, my wife and I were thinking about opening up a comic yeah. book coffee shop too. And we we're like, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Giving all this information, geeking out about business stuff. And and then so so Mike was just like, you know, he introduced himself and was just like, that name sounds familiar. Like pulled it up. And it's the the creator of this comic book, Chew, that is super popular. It's yeah. it's great. You know, we're, we're huge fans of that comic mm-hmm. book. And then so we had to go by later and we're like, oh, my God. I didn't know who you were. I'm so sorry. I like, it's like, yeah. I know your name, Rob Guillory. I was like, we have your books in, in the shop. And, and I was just like apologetic almost like, I'm sorry. I just didn't, I don't know what you look like. He's like, Oh, yeah. it's probably for the best. Yes. He's a very <laughs> handsome man. He was there with his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like things like that. That's so cool. Weird yeah. things happen that are cool to us. I don't know if they're cool to anybody else, but that's all that matters though. Yeah. Like as long as you're doing something that is fulfilling your life and other people's lives. For mm-hmm. Sure. Do you guys still Good. work well together? I mean, I always hear stories, right? Uh, boyfriend, girlfriends, relationships, husbands, wives, mm. don't work together, blah, blah, blah. I would say don't do it, but Corey and I work very well together. Yeah. Well, and it's it's almost like a hindrance, you know, where where we're like, okay, we've got to work on this project. You know, again, we, we, we pick an environment like, yeah, this is going to be fun. We sit down and... We just like talking. We just enjoy talking. each other's company so much. So much to the point that it's kind of like a like a fault. And we're and such then, good friends. Like we were friends before we got together. Yeah. And and uh we just we like each other so much that we distract each other from work. Um yeah. and I mean like it's it's not easy. It it put it put a tremendous strain on our relationship. Um, I mean, to the point, I don't know if we want to talk about it, to the point where we, 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 you know, we broke up over it. Like it was just, it's not a hundred percent because of the business, but I feel like the business was the gasoline on the fire Mm -hmm. of some lingering issues that Corey and I had in our relationship that when we went into business together, the pressure just got so heavy to the point where I cracked. Our house was just dark and depressed and the kids were struggling. Corey was, was going through stuff and just couldn't handle it. And it just, I cracked and we, um, you know, it, it ended our relationship. And the thing that I found because 
we weren't together anymore, but we had this business. It's like being co-parents of a, of a child. Yeah. It's like being divorced with a baby. And we're like, you know, I was, we, we, neither of us were going to push each other out of the business. Like we still want to do the business. We still want to do it together, but we're not together anymore. So we had to like communicate. We had to learn how to get along. And what, what I found was even though we were not together romantically, we were such good business partners and we ran, we worked together so well that even though we were having these personal problems, it's almost like we got closer because we had the business and we had to kind of get along and, you know, to the point where it's like, we looked at each other like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that tough mm. though? Like, especially at first, so right? Breaking up and then so you hard. come in the next day even you're just like, oh, I don't want to look at you. I would yeah. say this, like to Corey's credit, she, Corey is very good at being professional. And I've had like, messy you know, breakups, man. I mean, yeah. ours was not clean by any means. Like, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> No one says, right? It was, yeah. it was a yeah. mess, but within the walls of the business, Corey was just professional. We, we did our business. We handled we had meetings. So it's just cool. like, once we stepped out of the walls, it was just like yeah. a mess. It's like, yeah. Melt but, the yeah. Bag. yeah. <laughs> Crying and yelling. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. How impressive though, that you guys could, you know, kind of regroup when you needed to and continue to like, yeah. Work on things together because that, I, that's like the hardest part. I mean, I mean that's, Almost harder than the relationship so itself. Hard. We put yeah. everything into this business. Yeah. I mean, it cost us our mental health, our, mm-hmm. our relationship. And like, but it's getting easier. It's no. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's, easier, <laughs> easier is a, not the word I would use, but it's, it is getting better. Okay. Yeah. And it it's, it's, it's kind of like, so, you know, that, that was a really dark period uh, there with the business and the, we had to put uh, personal uh, feelings things like that Mm -hmm. off to the side and then just kind of allowing ourselves to put that like kind of on the back burner and then, um, for the, the, the best interest of the child. Yeah. And then, and then, so we kind of reconnected in that way where it's just like, Oh, okay. And then starting to realize that, you know, there was a lot of habits that we had, uh, which with each one of us that we were allowing kind of like emotions and feelings Mm -hmm. and ego and stuff like that to, to distract us um, where we were able to kind of reconnect in that way. And then we, if we kind of sat down and we're like, well, if we kind of took, you, you know, this approach and this, this stuff to everything outside of the business, we could have done better. We, yeah. we, we could have still been together and, and everything. And then it was just kind of like, well, why not? Yeah, you let's know. just get back to let's try it again. Well, yeah. we're, we're getting married on August. Yay! 18th. Can I clap? Yes. Okay, so yes. you guys have a date set. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, August eighteenth. It's the it's the day that uh, Scott Pilgrim comic book was first published. It's a that's that, awesome. it's a very that's a very uh, personal. sentimental yeah. personal well, story cool. to us. Yeah, and uh, I think we mentioned on last episode before I started working at Coffee Connection, he and I at the beginning of our relationship actually kind of. Had our first date there. Our first date that, was at the shop. Yeah, uh, he he took a picture of me trying to practice the the ukulele that he was showing me how to play. Um, so there there's a lot of our personal stuff that's within the shop, um, yeah. and we integrated our lives so much into it that that there's no way that we can't be together. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't work. Yeah, we we can't be apart and then doing it together and then so we we have to. Well, and be, be, while we were separated, while we weren't 
together in a relationship, we were still such good friends. We were such good friends and we geeked out all the time. We made each other laugh all the time. And it just kind of just didn't make sense to be anything else but together. So we're getting married and we're obviously very excited to get yeah. uh, married. The shop is still so much forefront that it's like we've had to change the wedding stuff <laughs> to fit the business yeah, needs. to go you know <laughs> to make sure That's that fair. yeah it's it's even hard because we're we'll probably have to close on the wedding day yeah uh because yeah. there's no way that that we could <laughs> you're gonna make that one that, that yeah. would be tough yeah, 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 to yeah, do no. both yes. on one day we'll yeah. probably yeah. shut shut the business down for for that week or something or for yeah. a few days that weekend they're, I they're, think everybody would understand. Yeah. yeah. There's no way that I'm going to be like down the aisle and that I'm going to be getting like that little ping of yeah. like, oh, hey, we're out of toilet quarters paper. <laughs> yeah. Like Katie shut down did quarters they? when they got married. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. So <laughs> our, our, our wedding is basically to fit the needs of the shop too. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so poignant. That you could way. just get married in the shop. We talked, we talked about that. Yeah. Did you really? We, yep. we, we didn't want to put work in. Yeah, yeah. And personal maybe that's stuff a little together. too right. much. It's, it's yeah. a little too integrated. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we we really we really did put everything. So back to your like first question about are there days that we just want to oh yeah quit shut it down yeah. and quit? Yes, all the time. There's days that I just want to throw gasoline on the building and burn it to the ground. <laughs> I like, think most go to Disneyland. Are probably like, like yeah, let's yeah. take everything in the bank account and just go to Disney World right now. Yeah, let's shut it down. Like there's just days and. What keeps it us from doing that really is the community and the things mm-hmm. that we see. Like we hear stories all the time about people who've had their first date at Watchtower and how much it means to them. We've had people talk to us about when bad things happen in their lives or when good things happen in their lives. Watchtower is the first place they, they come to, to either sort through their, their, their things or, or celebrate. And, you know, like, I talk about this a lot, but when Corey and I were, you know, it wasn't always cool to be nerdy, right? Yeah. It's cool now. But when Corey and I were younger, um, you know, we were bullied and teased and made fun of for for liking Star Wars and Star Trek and comic books and fantasy and sci-fi and all that stuff. Like, we literally got bullied and teased and made fun of. And so to be able to, to take that and flip it around and create a, a place where everyone can come and be themselves whether it's like geek stuff or if you're part of the furry community or part of the lgbtq community or whatever it is wherever you're not accepted outside in the real world you always have a home here and those kinds of things like we see that happening and we just we can't shut it down There's, we just can, I, can i say the nerdiest thing ever right yes, now please. <laughs> So I'm I'm working through the the Stormlight Archive. I don't know if you've read them, Brandon Sanderson no, books. But I might my, my if I, you I ever were, yeah. If you ever do, a... you guys are Bridge Four. Okay, like exactly what you're saying, Bridge Four. It, I won't totally go out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's a fantasy book, but Bridge Four is like um, the group of people that all the misfits go to. Oh, that's and, us. And, you know, that's it's us. Like, yeah, it's For so sure. great. Yeah. So it's okay. See, I told you I could wear my furry costume there. Yes, yeah, absolutely. go for it. Yeah. Are I'm you game. a furry? <laughs> no. I thought you were a clown. Can we be both? It could be whatever I want. My, my, mom said, my mom said I could be whatever I want to be. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I just yeah. called you out, man. There's a... <laughs> don't want to hold you here all day. So there, there's a few uh, Salt Lake questions. I don't know. Did yeah. I, I, don't, I can't remember if I asked you like favorite local eating spots when you guys oh, were on the man. first time. 
Did I ask uh, you guys that I don't that remember. One? Yeah, because these were but... like some questions maybe I threw hey, in maybe, later. Hey, maybe it's changed. Maybe yeah. a new place has yeah. popped up. Yeah. So when you're not drinking coffee, right? Mm-hmm. One or two places that you like to stuff your face. Oh, man. Uh, I like... Um, I love Sweet Lake. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yes. It's basically, and and it's so nice because when we move from like state to Maine, we're going to be like that much closer to like our our favorite breakfast spot, but it's Mm -hmm. just right down the street from Watchtower. Oh, they're Cubana. Have you had their Cubana? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. So good. It's, it's like, I'm almost like slightly jealous of them of like Mm -hmm. how cool their, their eatery is, but I love it that it's just right down the street. And it it's kind of fun because when we also walk in, it's it's like they're sometimes fans of us, yeah. and then there's like our own customers are like, oh hey, it's cool to see you outside the shop. And yeah, we, we went to a prohibition one night and um, signed up for their email list, and so we gave them their email. You know, it's at Watchtower, whatever. And uh, and the the guy that was taking it was like, oh, I love Watchtower. I go there all the time, and sort of like naming off his favorite drinks. So like, this is weird. Yeah, <laughs> there, this is weird. There was one time a uh, pie hole, uh, another favorite yes, of hole. ours. Yep. Uh, we were walking back to our car from there and then somebody was like passing by me and they're like, thanks for the good coffee today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, who was so that? <laughs> Drive by compliment. Small yeah. Lake City, man. It's, Small it's, it's, yeah. it's that yeah. way for everybody yeah. really here. I mean, no matter where, I mean, I go to the grocery store. It seems like mm-hmm. I just run into somebody. Go here, you run yeah. into somebody. Mm-hmm. But uh, what about, what would you tell somebody if they're coming to Salt Lake for the first time. Mm-hmm. Is there something you would say you got to check this out? Quarters. Quarters. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's, we would be, quarters uh, is great, man. If we did not mention, we, yeah. we're business dating. And they've yeah. been, they've been on I Am Salt Lake <laughs> too. So yep. I, mm-hmm. I forgot, I think yep. I want to say episode 315, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was right before they opened. Yeah. yeah. Mike and Katie mm-hmm. are so they great. Are so they're cool. like, we realize like they're, they're opposite us. Um, bizarro us they're bizarro us because they take care of the alcohol we take care of the coffee they're a couple that runs the business together both in a nerdy industry and Mm -hmm. a geek business but like mike and i both went to our boy our names are mike we both went to film school he he and i are both hufflepuffs Corey and katie are both slytherins Mm -hmm. we're like oh my gosh it's like mirror yeah bizarro us you're like mario and wario yeah yep Yep, we're the, awesome. e- yeah. we're the evil ones. Okay, that's yep. fair. <laughs> so back to the Kickstarter. Yeah. As mm-hmm. we kind of wind this recording down, did we talk about everything with Kickstarter? I know we kind yeah. of seem like we slid in a different direction, yeah. but we went through the artists and the rewards. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to be on the Kickstarter. Yep. You mentioned yeah. a video, I guess there's going to be. A yeah, z- I'll show yeah. you the video after, after, after we're, we're done, done here. Yeah. And awesome. uh, links to get a hold of you guys. Facebook, it's what, a, what do you got? At- uh, our tag is at Watchtower SLC on social media. So okay. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. um, at Watchtower SLC or Watchtower Coffee and Comics. We're still going to be at the State Street location for much longer than we want to be. But, yeah, but we'll uh, be there. We, you could always come drop by. I mean, we're, we're still in business right now. So, you know. Uh, make sure that you still get your your daily cup of coffee. Um, and we're at 1588 South State Street. So when you get to about like 16 South or 18 South, start slowing down yeah. your Watch car. Watch for it right there on the <laughs> yeah. west yes. side of the road. Yes, yeah, exactly. so right, right, right across the street from the um, State Street Community College campus, right in between Ironclad and Uprock. And if you go into Watchtower, mention that you heard 
Corey and, yeah. and yeah. Mike yeah. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Say, show me to go. Are, nice interview, guys. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Uh, chances are I'll probably be there. Yeah. Yeah. I've been working a lot lately. So Anything else that you guys, why, why we got the record button going here? Anything else that you want to mention that we didn't talk about? Anything you want to promote? Obviously, go support the Kickstarter. Go support these guys. Well, what are your hours? Are you open till like nine? Right, open till ten p.m. Ten p.m. Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what ten to ten? Eight to ten? Uh, we open, we open at eight o'clock during the week, and then nine o'clock on weekends. Okay. Okay. And uh, Chrissy has a final question. Yeah, it, I do. That she throws oh. out, and and I guess we're gonna have two different answers. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. is even better. For, Double right. the fun, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. um, all right. So if you could leave our listeners with one piece of life advice or a motto to live by, what would it be? Do not allow one person to dictate how you run things. This is very business centric. But if one person comes in and they're like, I would come in all the time if you opened at 6 a.m. It'd be you have to stop and be like, I believe you, but I can't I can't run you know, ha- be open two extra hours for one person to come in and you would have to come in every day and bring in 30 of your closest friends. So that was something one one person doesn't dictate a whole demographic. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. 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 And then if that one person is just like, they're not open at 6 a.m., I'm going to leave them a one-star review to try to bully <laughs> them into doing it. You've got to let, just let that happen. It's yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. like mine is kind of along the same lines it's uh trust your gut your in trust your instincts you're probably you're you're right you've seen you guys have seen um labyrinth the movie sure. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the part where um where she's going down and all the, the walls are saying don't go like you're going the wrong way but really it's a distraction because she's going the right way that's my metaphor for yeah. life all the haters all of the people that can't do the thing that you're doing that are jealous of you. They're all going to pull you down. They're all going to tell you you're doing it wrong. You're doing, you're not going the right way, but trust your gut, trust your instinct. You can do that thing that you've been wanting to do. You can do it. Just don't listen to all the haters. Don't listen to those, those talking walls. You're going the right way. Many thanks again to Mike and Corey for joining us on this episode of the podcast. You can find all the links to connect with them by visiting our website at IamSaltLake.com forward slash 382. Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at KRCL.org. All right, and on that note, it is weekly recommendation time. This is the time of the podcast where Chrissy and I, we each give a recommendation, something that we've discovered, something that we love, something that we just want to share with you, the listeners. And sometimes they're going to be silly things like, I'm going to recommend a coffee creamer. Okay, don't laugh at me. The brand is called Picnic. Which this, is so cute. This is a uh, like a keto Coffee creamer. A lot of listeners know I do the keto diet. And so this is a, a really cool coffee creamer. There's zero carbs in it. It has MCT oil and grass fed butter. It tastes good. And it's on sale right now at Sprouts. That's why I picked it up. I actually saw it on Facebook. Talk about Facebook advertising getting <laughs> to you, right? Yeah, for sure. And I enjoy it because it's a really cute design yeah, and no, it's it, just a cute little thing in the fridge. It's delicious. So pick it yeah. up. Like I said, I think Sprouts is the only place that has it. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. Well, hey, my recommendation is a show on Netflix called Dead to Me. It's got uh, Christina Applegate. 
It's and got a few, few it's big got a few names. big names. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, I like, love it. We started it, and I'm kind of like, okay, I get where this is going. And then the next episode, you're like, whoa, I did not see that coming. And then the next episode, you feel the same way. And it's like nothing I've ever really watched before. My fear, though, is they're going to cancel it before even season two comes <sighs> out. They probably will because they always cancel the they good canceled shows. They cancel that uh, the zombie- Santa Clarita yeah, Diet, Santa- which is like awesome i was so ticked off when they canceled that show me too it, uh, so yeah. Yeah, i rec- actually if i got two recommendations this week i would say go check out that show too dead to me dead to me so good so good that's gonna do it for this episode don't forget to support our show sponsors five wives vodka cbd medic energy healing conference and krcl we'll have the links for them at our website under the notes for this episode which you can find at iamsaltlake.com hey and if you have not subscribed to this podcast yet Make sure to hit that subscribe button in whatever app that you're listening to this in. That way you don't miss a single episode as we release them week after week. And if you want to send us anything, you can always send letters and packages to P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. Hey, you have a great week. Make sure to get outside, enjoy some of that sunshine, support local, and we're going to see you on the next episode. And good night, Grammy. 